How do we accept the past? How do we accept the story that's brought us to this point in our journey? How do we accept this present moment where we actually find ourselves as a part of our healing journey? And then finally, how do we accept the person who's on the path? We're going to be talking about those three things today. And at the end, I'll be talking a little bit about what I think is one of the biggest barriers to acceptance. Hello, this is Jerry Henderson, and welcome to the Permission to Love podcast, where we discuss how we can give ourselves the permission to love ourselves. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. We're in the middle of a series on the healing journey, and this is the fifth and final A as a part of that series. So far as a part of this series, we've talked about awakening to the fact that we want to heal, then taking action towards that healing. And then third, beginning to address what are the core root issues instead of just looking at symptoms or behaviors. And then number four, we talked about assessing how are we doing, how are we growing, and doing that without judgment. And so today is the final A about acceptance. How do we accept the past, the present, and the person as a part of the healing journey? And before we get into the rest of this episode, if you haven't had a chance to follow, go ahead and hit that follow button, as well as share it with somebody else, because you never know the impact it could make in somebody's life. So let's talk about acceptance, and let's start first by talking about what acceptance is not. Acceptance is not about having to agree with what happened. It is not about having to approve of what happened or having to like what happened. We can feel really crappy about what happened and say that it sucks and still find a place of acceptance. It's not about stuffing emotions or spiritually bypassing. It is about doing the healing process and coming to a place where we can find the beauty of acceptance. We're going to talk about that, but it is not about having to abandon yourself in order to just simply accept what happened. So what is acceptance? Well, I don't think there's a single definition or a single answer, but this definition's helped serve me. And it's the thought of closing the gap between what I wish and what is. It's about learning to stop the war in myself around that, around the narrative of I wish things had happened this way, or I wish things were this way, or I wish I was like this, and really facing what was, what is, and who I am, and learning to accept that. And when I learn to accept that, then that allows me to really get into healing those spaces instead of resisting them. I really think acceptance is a gift that we're giving to ourselves. It's not about giving a gift to the past or what happened. It's not about a gift that we give to somebody else and those who hurt us. It's a gift that we give to ourselves to stop that war and allow those parts of us to open up to healing. So let's talk about accepting the past. And once again, in talking about accepting the past, I'm not talking about this thing that is, hey, everything happens for a reason, and so it must have been meant to be. It's not about having to like what happened. I'll never like what happened. I'm never going to come to a place to go, I'm going to celebrate the things that have happened. But what I can do is I can learn to accept what happened because accepting what happened is honoring myself. For years, I was in denial of what happened. I wasn't willing to face the pain, the trauma, wasn't even willing to look at it. And that whole time that I was doing that to myself and pushing that aside, I wasn't allowing myself to heal. 
I had to accept it. I had to look at what happened and stop wishing that it didn't happen and then begin to look at the fact that it did happen. And because it did happen, what did that do to me? As long as I kept avoiding that, I couldn't understand what it actually did to me. And so learning to accept that it happened was a gift that I gave to myself, as hard as it was to look at it, to see it, to accept that other people were willing to do that to me, to accept that that was a part of my story and the way it made me feel about myself, all of the stuff that those events make us feel about ourselves. I think sometimes we're afraid to accept the past because of what that means. If we accept that the events happen to us and we really look at that, then what does that say about us, that people would be willing to treat us that way or, or that those things would happen to us? It gets into that narrative that because bad things happen to me, then, then I'm bad. And so if I fully accept that story and I really look at it, does that mean that I have to really face the fact that there's something wrong with me? And that's not true at all. I talk about this a lot, that just because something happened to you doesn't make you bad. You are not what happened to you. I think there's also a fear that if we accept the past, that we also have to accept that those people did those things. And that's really hard to do, to be able to accept that those people were willing to do that because it gets into this very confusing space around people that we loved or that we trusted or that were supposed to take care of us and they weren't able to do that. So if I fully accept what happened, then I'm also accepting that people were incapable of caring for me or incapable of treating me in the way that I deserved. So all of those fears are very real. And there is real work that has to be done to come to a place of acceptance. There's the anger, there's the grieving, there's all of the honoring that we have to do. So I'm not saying that this is something where we just go, you know, I'm going to accept my past and what happened. No, there is a whole process and there's this interesting paradox that happens that in order for me to heal, I need to accept. But in order for me to accept, I have to heal. They go hand in hand and we can't separate the two. But the honoring of yourself and giving yourself the gift to be able to see that what happened to you was significant and accepting those events and really looking at them and be able to say that what happened is what happened. I wish it would have happened some other way. I really do. But what happened, happened. I'm no longer going to resist that, but I'm going to give myself the gift of looking at it so that I can heal it. So let's talk about accepting the present moment where we are right now in our journey. We talked a lot about this in the last episode about assessing and looking at where we are. And so how do we accept where we are and yet still stay motivated to grow? Because I think sometimes we get confused with the fact that, well, if I accept where I'm at, does that mean I'm kind of surrendering and just go, well, I accept where I'm at and I'm not going to grow? No, accepting is not about just surrendering. Accepting is looking at the reality of what is versus what we wish it was and beginning to give ourselves, once again, the gift of seeing where am I at and taking an honest assessment of that. Because I really think that it's acceptance that actually is the catalyst for us to change and to grow. Because if I can really look at where I'm at and accept it, then I can begin to address it. Because as long as I'm denying it, for example, me with my addiction, my alcoholism, 
I was denying how bad it was. I've talked about this, right? That I was denying how bad that situation was. And I was denying the pain that I had and I was drowning it. So as long as we're drowning it, we're denying it, we're avoiding it, we're never going to heal. We're never going to move forward. So being able to look honestly, where are we right now? What is the pain that we're experiencing? Where are we at? And what's the pain that we're causing other people? Or what's the pain that people are causing us? And to look at that and accept the fact that that's what is happening allows us to go, now I can begin to address it. This is where I'm at. This is where things are. So how do I accept that and now start to work on it? And so I think another part of the acceptance of the present moment is being okay with where we are, accepting it, not thinking that we should be somewhere else, that our life should be different than what it is right now. I mean, there's a lot of times that we wish that. Let's just get real, right? There's a lot of times where we wish that our life was not like it is in this moment. I love the work of Byron Katie where she talks about loving what is and beginning to accept the fact that this is what it is. We are where we are in this moment. And how can I love that? How can I learn to love the present moment, to stop avoiding the present moment? A lot of our avoidance of the present moment is a distraction from our unhappiness about where we are. And when we can accept where we are, that also allows us to come into the present moment because we don't need to avoid it because we found acceptance around it. So there's a huge part of healing and just being able to say, you know what, I'm going to learn to love what is. And if you haven't picked up Byron Katie's book, Loving What Is, there's a link to that book in this episode. Do yourself a favor and get that book because it takes you through this entire process and really helping close that gap between what we think things should be and really looking at things as they are. And finally, let's talk about accepting ourselves or accepting the person who's on that journey and where you are at. I think this is the key to all of it, this acceptance of ourselves, that our acceptance of the past, our acceptance of the present is absolutely tied to our acceptance of ourselves. I love what Carl Rogers says about this. He's the founder of the client-centered approach to psychology. He says, the paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. And this is where beautiful healing can happen because it's about loving yourself as you are, not as you think you should be. It's about no longer beating yourself up thinking that you should be along a certain path at this time or believing that there's something wrong with you, but accepting you as you are, seeing the beauty of who you are, that you are perfectly imperfect, that you are the person who experienced all of those things, who's going through the pain of this moment, who's trying to heal and accepting yourself and loving yourself in the middle of all of that. And once again, let me be clear, I'm not saying that accepting yourself means that you just kind of roll over and say, well, this is just the way I am. I'll never change. Or, you know, I've got all this stuff and I'm just going to accept it. This is just how I behave. 
No, it's the exact opposite. It's about accepting yourself so much and loving yourself so much that you free yourself to step into the life that you're worthy of, the life that you really want. Because I think the reality is we struggle to accept the present moment. We struggle to accept the past because we struggle to accept ourselves. And when we learn to accept ourselves and we no longer see ourselves as broken because of what happened, and we no longer see ourselves as somebody that we need to avoid, and so we're constantly trying to escape the present moment, and we begin to embrace ourselves and love ourselves, then all of the other acceptance begins to flow more naturally. We'll spend a lot of time trying to figure out accepting the past. We'll spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to accept the present. But all of it's based off of, am I willing to accept myself, how I see myself, how I love myself? Can I give myself my own acceptance? And this is what I talked about in the beginning of this episode. The biggest barrier to acceptance is self-acceptance. So how do I give myself that acceptance. It's one, realizing that everything that I'm doing in life to try to get other people to accept me, to get people to like me, to get the past to be reconciled, to get the present to be reconciled, is about giving myself my own acceptance. Because in all of that, what I'm trying to get to is at a place of saying, am I acceptable? And I'm trying to get all of these other things to validate to me that I'm acceptable, that I'm lovable. And if all these things can give that to me, then finally I'll be able to accept myself because that's what I really want. I want to be able to have peace with myself and I want to be able to accept myself. And the keys for me in accepting myself was number one, realizing that's what I was looking for. When I was trying to get other people to accept me, or I was trying to work through the stories of what shouldn't have happened to me or what shouldn't be going on right now, I was actually trying to get to a place of understanding that I was lovable and I was acceptable. That's what I was after. So I had to realize that because then I could focus in on what the real issue was, was the fact that I didn't accept myself. And here was the key thing for me that began to change and begin to open up my willingness to accept myself. It was changing the way that I talked to myself. I no longer would beat myself up and remind myself of why I wasn't worthy of acceptance. And I would begin to tell myself that I'm worthy of acceptance. I would begin to use words out of my mouth and I would connect emotion to accepting myself. I would say, I accept myself. I accept myself. I approve of myself. And I would say it enough to where I would begin to feel it. Because realizing that that's what I was wanting, realizing that that's what I was needing, and then beginning to give that to myself by changing the way that I talk to myself. Because when we realize that most of the problem about not accepting ourselves is the way that we talk to ourselves, because we'll mess up And then we'll beat ourselves up about it. We'll say, no, you should have done something different. You should have done better. That wasn't good enough. And we're not practicing self-compassion towards ourselves. So the thing that's going to cause us or help us to accept ourselves is radical acceptance towards ourselves. Radically accepting that, yes, I failed. Yes, I messed up. And that's okay. I accept that. That doesn't mean I have to do it again means that I accept that that happened and I can accept myself and love myself and say that even though you did that, even though that happened, I still love you. 
And even though you blew it in your mind and you previously would have beat yourself up so much for that, in this moment, I'm going to accept that that happened. And I'm also going to accept that you're still a good person. I'm also going to accept that you're still worthy of love. And even though you're struggling, and even though you're having battles, and even though you're trying to figure out how to get all this done and you can't seem to do it, I'm still going to accept you. I'm still going to love you because I'm going to choose to believe that I'm acceptable. I'm not broken. I'm not fundamentally flawed. And so that self-acceptance is the biggest barrier to accepting the present moment and accepting the past. Because once you're able to accept yourself, you'll know then at that point that even though the past happened and it was painful, it doesn't define who you are in this moment. And that even though things are hurting and painful right now in this present moment, and you wish you weren't in this circumstance, it doesn't change the fact that you are acceptable and that you are lovable. So you can learn to accept yourself. I know because I did it. Listen, I'm a guy who went through just a lot of pain who figured out how to heal his own life. And one of the key parts of that was radical self-acceptance. And that felt really scary at first because it felt like I was going to give myself a pass. But that's not what it is. It's accepting who I am, what I need, and where I am. It's loving myself for who I am, not who I wish I was or what I think I should be. And I started to remove the word should out of my vocabulary because should has all the shame that goes with it. I should be this way or I should be that way or I should be further along or I shouldn't be like this. Even saying that has all that heaviness and that weight to it. And then changing that with I could, I could become this type of person, or I could choose to change that. And that brought a whole different energy into my life. So give yourself what you give to other people. Give yourself that gift. I mean, think about how beautiful it is when you're willing to accept somebody as they are. When somebody receives the gift of acceptance, that's a beautiful thing. So being able to give that to yourself and say, I accept myself right where I am. I accept the fact that I have these things that I want to heal, that I need to work on. I accept the fact that I have struggles, and that is okay, and it doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. It doesn't mean that everybody else is good and doing well, and I'm the only one who's broken and can't figure it out. Self-acceptance is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself, because when you accept yourself, just like when you accept other people, a big part of you begins to open up to you. And that part of you begins to heal simply by being accepted. So give yourself the gift of accepting yourself. Realize that's what you want. Start changing the way that you talk to yourself. Get rid of the word should, that you should be doing this or you should be doing that. Suspend that judgment. And then those parts of you that are locked down, that are closed, that feel so judged, will begin to open up and you'll begin to see the beauty of who you are, and you'll begin to accept yourself, you'll begin to be more easily able to accept the present moment, and then you'll even be able to accept the journey that's brought you to this point because you're no longer seeing yourself as somebody broken or flawed, but you're seeing the beautiful person that you are. 
Also, if you do need resources to help you on your journey and learning to practice acceptance, you can find me at jerryhenderson.org. I offer coaching. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at Jerry A. Henderson. Well, thank you for joining this episode of the Permission to Love podcast. And remember, you are worthy of your own love.